You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And I'm excited that you're here this morning or this afternoon or evening, whenever you are tuning in, listening to this episode. And I'm guessing that the title probably drew you in because maybe you're currently dealing with some people that are unsupportive about your business, or you're anticipating that if you launch your business or you start talking about it too much, that people are going to be offended, are going to have opinions about you, are going to maybe unfollow, unfriend, talk behind your back. And so it's really holding you back from pursuing an opportunity that could really dramatically impact, positively impact your life in many different ways. And if that is you, I just want you to shake your head. I want you to put your hand in the air and be like, that is me. Right. And if, if you feel that way, I also want to validate the feelings that you have. I want you to know that you're not alone, that having other people that, you know, sometimes come back with snide or snarky comments, like that's not uncommon. And I have made a list of at least five scenarios that I'm going to walk you through today that have happened to me personally and how I've been able to deal with them over the past 10 and a half years as I've built my direct sales business. Now, if you are a new listener here today, I'm just going to give you a quick little backstory, but I want to tell you who this podcast is for. Hey there, friends. All right. So just wanted to interrupt today's episode because I have a really big announcement and this announcement is not going to last long. So I get messages in my inbox all the time about Melanie. Do you do private business coaching? Do you help people in their direct sales business? How can I learn from you? Can you be my upline? Can you teach me how to build a successful business? And the answer is yes but only for a limited time. You can only enroll in my mentorship between now and March the 28th, which when this episode airs is going to give you about less than a week to make it happen. The direct sales done right mentorship is now open four weeks. It is through my company, Chic Influencer, and my business partner, Katie Ersta. The two of us together have created a four-week mentorship. If you're feeling stuck in your business, if you are having just a difficult time finding clients, finding your ideal target audience, you know, going out there and making new connections, actually converting people you invite into paying customers and building a solid foundation for your direct sales business. It doesn't matter what company you are with. We mentor women and men, hundreds and thousands of people all over the all over the world and how to build a strong foundation in their direct sales business. This four-week mentorship will give you everything you need to feel confident, to feel courageous, 
to go out and share your product, service, and experience, to invite people without feeling icky or salesy, and to really start seeing the income come through the door. And over these four weeks, we do four live trainings. You get access to a private Facebook group with daily actionable accountability tasks that you will have to do to, to in order to participate in that group. You'll have access to recordings. Again, you get workbooks, assignments, additional resources, and we give you a script vault. And the script vault is how to have conversations, what to say in an invite. How do you do a follow-up? How do you reach out to a new follower, a new person on social that you feel like would be an ideal customer? You guys, all of this inside of the Direct Sales Done Right Mentorship with starts on March 28th. And because I love you guys so much, you have an opportunity to save $20 off your enrollment by using the code SPRING, S-P-R-I-N-G, D-S-D-R-20. So SPRING, D-S-D-R-20. Put that code in. I will leave the link in the show notes and you will have an opportunity to get $20 off the direct sales done right mentorship. Hope to see you guys inside of class. Now let's get back to the episode. If you are in direct sales, absolutely, you are getting this. This is something that you are going to be dealing with. Second, if you are in real estate or you are a travel agent or you are in insurance or you do anything, you sell an Etsy shop, you have a brick and mortar business, whatever. If you are marketing yourself, if you are using the Facebook and and Facebook and Instagram platforms to grow and expand your audience, to let people know you have a business to offer them and a service or an experience, then this podcast is for you, especially if prior to starting this business, you really did not do a lot of social media. If you were kind of the person who was quiet, didn't use it very often, maybe you didn't know a lot about how to leverage it for business, but you stepped into this new venture and all of a sudden it became important important to market yourself. This podcast episode is for you too. All right. Now let me give you some backstory. In 2011 is when I first opened the doors to my virtual storefront. I became a team beach buddy coach in July of 2011. I had about 75 Facebook friends. I had did not have an Instagram account at that time. And I was sort of that I don't know, milestone post person on social, right? So on Facebook, it was when Matt and I got engaged, when we got married, when we had Landon, when we had Bryce, when we went on vacation, it was sort of milestones. That was really the only time that I updated my Facebook page. And then I just used it to go see what everybody else was doing. People from college and high school and, you know, friends from childhood and coworkers. And that was, it was really just for me to be on to see what people were doing, Right. So now here I am with this new business and a big part of marketing myself and the way that I was taught and the way that I've built the multi-million dollar business that I have was through Facebook. And then it became obviously Instagram in, in the following years. But I was guided to post on social media multiple times a day to, you know, share my journey, to talk about what was working for me, to find my voice, to figure out who my target audience was and really pitch to my niche. I'm sure you've heard that before, right? And so I did all of those things because number one, I was so... I was so just transformed from the physical products that I was using. So 
no matter what business you're in, if you're in real estate, maybe you have a passion and a heart for helping people find an affordable home. And maybe you've watched people get ripped off or you've watched people lose their dream house because it wasn't handled appropriately. And you have this passion for connecting people to the home that fits their lifestyle, but also doesn't break the bank. Or maybe you're a travel agent and you have this vision for, you know, you're, you're a Christian and you just want to use your travel industry as a way to connect people to faith, right? And maybe it's a booking a vacation to you is, is giving people quality time together. It's your service, right? And so you're passionate about that. I'm passionate about health and wellness. Why? Because I believe that when you feel better, when you feel better, when you feel confident in your skin, when you're eating good foods, you, you show up better. You're more creative. You're more positive. You have a better attitude because you, you can think clearly you're not irritable and tired. I also, you know, we feel, we feel good in the clothes that we put on every single day. And we like the person looking back at us. We're just, we're a kinder human, right? We just want to be more social. And so for me, I am walking proof of what health and wellness can do for your body. And I found that it was my mission. It was my mission to teach other women specifically 11 years ago, teach other women with young children, with small kids, how to lose the weight, gain the confidence, eat better quality food so that they felt better. And I did that through, first of all, sharing my own story every single day, taking people on the journey as it unfolded, everything from the mental health side of it to the, to the nutritional side of it, to the finding the time to the workouts. And then I also was sharing additional advice. If I found a really great, you know, recipe for gluten-free, you know, spaghetti and meatballs, I would share it. I'd share the sauce I found and why the ingredients were clean. I would share how the recipe for the meatballs, I would share my best brand of gluten-free spaghetti. And then I talk about how the kids ate it and they didn't even know that it was gluten-free. And so I'm adding value, not asking for a sale, but I'm adding value. And so when I started to turn that up a notch, you know, and I went from milestone updates on Facebook to now I'm posting every single day and sometimes two or three times a day, you know, of course that's out of the norm. And anytime you do something that's out of your norm, people start to pay attention. And so people would make these comments to me when I first started. And I had a lot of people say to me, oh my gosh, Melanie, you know, like I see your posts every single day. And I was every single morning, 5 a.m. workout done, posted about it. Right. But what happened is even though people were saying things to me, I had somebody that said to me, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to. I don't know whether I should join you or I should block you. So basically she was telling me I was annoying, but if you read below the surface, I wasn't really that annoying because she said, I'm either going to join you or I'm going to block you. So if you psychologically unpack that, she was saying, I know I need to change and I see you and you showing up every day and posting on social media is my reminder that I need to make a change, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to make a change yet. So I'm just going to make this comment because I don't know how to deal with the emotions that I'm feeling. And so when she said that to me, right, when she said, I don't know if I need to join you or block you, I was like, well, listen, you don't have to block me, but let me show you how to hide my posts. And I said, if you don't want to see what I'm posting, then I'll show you how to hide me because we are friends in real life. Unless you don't want to be friends anymore, then you can go ahead and block me. I said, but this is how you hide my posts. So you don't actually have to see them. But if you do want to join me, I'm more than happy to 
to give you some options to chat about what your goals are and find a solution that works best for you. And so what ended up happening is we, we, I said that, and you have to say that too. You have to practice it, practice it, say it, get comfortable with it. And I don't know how long later, but she joined me and she didn't just join as a customer. She joined as a as a business builder. She actually came in, did the products, got amazing results, started to build a little bit of a business working alongside of me. And so what happens is you have to have a little bit of thick skin. When somebody says something about your lifestyle and about how much you're posting on social media, you have to remember it's not a bad thing. You're just shining the light on an area that they feel insecure about, that they're not confident, that they know they may need to change, but may not want to change. Also, sometimes people make negative comments when their viewpoint about life is different. So people are going to always have an opinion, but opinion does not equal facts. And you have to learn. And just like I had to learn that I do not need to take everybody's opinion to heart because it is is their opinion. It is their thoughts. It is not facts. And so Matt and I had this conversation one day, we were sitting outside of a family member's house and I, I was sort of like, begrudgingly going into the house. And I said, they're just going to say something about my lifestyle. They're just going to say something about what I'm eating or what. And he looked at me and he was like, does it work? Melanie, do you believe in what you do? I'll never forget this. I was like, of course it works. Of course I believe in what I do. Like, look, look, I look like a different human. I feel like a different human. I know that this works. And then he goes, then their opinions don't matter. It doesn't matter. And he's like, you do what you do. If you know it works to your core and you believe in that, then it doesn't matter what other people think. And he was so right. And I think about how many, I think about how many people actually quit. They pull back. They stop sharing. They stop inviting. They stop putting out content because somebody said something to them, like your posts are annoying, or I don't want to eat that way, or, oh, it's so restrictive. Listen, that's their viewpoint. And their viewpoint most likely comes from a negative experience that they've had in the past, or they don't want to address something. They don't want to change their ways, right? Or they have a different belief system about how health and wellness should go down. And that's okay. Because again, it's their opinion, just like you're entitled to your opinion. So are they. And that's the beauty of social media is that we can all show up with our own viewpoint and our own way that we do what we do. And there are hundreds, thousands, and millions of people out there that will connect with us. There's a lot of people that connect with me. Likewise, there's a lot of people that will connect with you because you are different. So we have to get over that. We And I always say this, you can't pay your bills with somebody else's opinion. And it doesn't matter. You could, you could say, I'm going to make a Facebook post today and everybody's going to like it. And I'm going to make it kind and I'm going to make it sweet and I'm going to make it authentic and I'm going to make it caring. And somebody is going to call you fake, right? Or somebody's going to say you're lying and you're going to go, I can't win. No matter what I do, I can't get it right because you can't please everybody. But what you can do is be true to who you are what your core values are, your stance on whether it's health and wellness or it's travel or it's insurance or, you know, real estate, whatever it is, you get to show up and have your stance on that and your free speech in your space. So first and foremost, we have to sort of say, it doesn't matter what other people think. Do I believe in what I do? Am I passionate about it? 
if the answer is yes, then who cares what other people think? They're, we're not trying to convince people to like us. We're not trying to convince people that our product is the best thing out there. We are just trying to present an opportunity and let people decide whether or not it's a good fit for them. Okay. All right. So the next point that I want to make today is, and this is really to the people in direct sales. All right. So I, when I first started, my husband, dear Matt, dear sweet Matt. And if you know, Matt now, it's like, he is not the same person that he was when I started my business because he hated it. And really it came from an, a lack of kind of understanding because neither one of us are come from an entrepreneurial background. We don't have friends and family members that do any type of network marketing. So I was really the first one. I mean, we had some friends that did Pampered Chef or sold jewelry and, and that was fine, you know, and great. But here I was doing it. And I remember him saying to me, that's a, that's a scam. That's a ripoff. It'll never work. Right. And I remember thinking in the back of my mind, because I already had a testimonial with the product. I had already gone through an accountability group. I'd already done a program from start to finish. I already had lost 11 pounds. Like I was feeling better. And I remember thinking to him, he's nuts. This actually does work. I'm living proof that it works. And I'm like, if it works for me, and I didn't know that these, this way of living existed then I'm sure there's lots of other moms out there that don't know that this way of living exists either. And so I just, in the back of my mind, fluffed him off. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. You know? And I was like, I'll prove it. I'll prove to you that this does work. Watch me. And that's a confidence. And I'm not sure. And I want to just challenge you when somebody says to you, even if it's a spouse, that's a scam, that's a ripoff. It doesn't work. Do you immediately believe their words as your truth? Again, it kind of goes back to the first point. We're letting somebody else dictate our paycheck. We're letting somebody else dictate our um, our potential when we when we take their opinion and believe that as the truth. So what I did in this case was I was like, well, I need to actually show my husband Matt that this does work because that's the only way that I'm going to get him to understand. And it wasn't something where I could sit him down and say, watch, watch these videos, watch these success stories. Like, you know, because he is, he's going to always find something, right? So whether it's, oh, they just, you know, only the top, you know, whatever is successful. Or, of course, they pick the most successful people to feature as success stories. Or yeah, of course, the CEO is going to say that, you know, you can build an X, Y, and Z business. So in my mind, I didn't want to talk him into it, right? I knew that I needed to lead by example. And so what I did was I got to work. If I said I was going to build a business, I built the business and I started with setting goals for myself. And so the first goal was to get my product paid for. Why? It wasn't to make a million dollars, right? Of course, maybe that was the goal I wanted on down the road, but the goal was to get the product paid for. I knew that was step number one. And so what I did was I worked really hard to get the product paid for so that I could say to Matt, hey, I can afford my product again next month. We, we broke even, right? And so that was month number one. And then month number two, too, I was like, well, I'm going to pay for my product and then make a little extra money. Right. And so I made maybe $50, $100 extra my second month in the business. And so what I did was I would sit down at the computer to do my work. And I wasn't just scrolling social media. I wasn't just 
you know, getting on team calls or listening to YouTube videos to learn the business, I was like learning and implementing and I was getting results, but I wasn't making a lot of money. It was a itty bitty little bit, especially at the beginning. But I kept saying to Matt, I reached my goal this month. Look, I deposited an extra couple hundred dollars in the bank account. Look, I paid for the groceries this week with my paycheck. Look, I'm going to pay our Christmas presents, you know, and the credit card off with the money that I'm making with this side business. And so what I started to do was I started to say, look, I did it. Look, I did it. Look, I did it. And then every once in a while, I'd also flip around the computer and I'd be like, look, I help this person. This is their transformation. Or in your case, like, look, I help this family, right? I have booked their dream vacation and look how much fun they're having. That brings me joy to know that I created that as an agent for other people. And so when I started to include him and explain to him what I was doing behind that computer screen, it also brought down a little bit of the, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? Right. And then by achieving the goals, it started to build this, see, this isn't really a scammer scheme. Look, you can actually be successful, but it fell back on me to make sure that I was making it successful, right? Like it meant I had to actually show up and do the right work in order to get the right results. So when somebody says that to you, it's a scam, it's a scheme, you can't be successful at it. If it's a loved one, you just have to show them. Then also, once the business started to kind of take off too, I found myself asking for advice. You know, in the business, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. And Matt's really good at financials. He's really good at numbers. And so I asked him to start compiling data for me and and what was my income progression and, you know, getting his opinion on mentorship and, and leadership because that's the role that he had in corporate. And so when it became something where it, he was involved in it. It didn't become the thing that just Melanie's doing. It didn't become the thing that was just mine. It became the thing that we had input on both sides for. And so that also really helps as well. And so I want to just, I want you to understand that it's a little bit of give and take on both ends. And even on Matt's end, he really, he was willing after a while And a lot of that came from us actually going to an event together. We went to the annual conference together and he got to surround himself, be in the same room, have conversations with other husbands that were supporting their wives and also ones that were more successful at that point in their business than I was. And it was good for those men to be able to breathe into my husband belief to say, hey, we know what your wife is doing stick with it, stick with her. She's on the, on the path to success. And that also was an affirmation of, okay, this is worth it. This is just part of the journey, you know, give a little grace. And, and I noticed every time we would go to an event, I'd have a little more support in my corner as well. Lots of communication there, right? So that's kind of how we handled that situation. So if you have that in your corner, I pray for you. I pray for strength for you. I pray for courage to have difficult conversations. I pray that you both are willing to meet in the middle and to each make sacrifices or each sort of compromise, I think is the word, because that's really what it takes when when you're building a successful business. There's a lot of that that goes in on both sides, on my side and on his side too. When it comes to outside people, I had this, and again, these are defining moments in my career. We we were living in our townhouse at this time. So it was really early in the business and we were walking the boys around the street. We were on just sort of a cul-de-sac kind of dead end. And we come to the one side and the neighbor's out there. And the neighbor said something to me like, I see you're doing that 
Beachbody thing. And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh yeah, that's a pyramid scheme. And I remember being so taken back by that, that I actually, that was the first time somebody outside of Matt had said that. And I remember taking a step back, but listen, I had already Googled it by this point. And I knew that most people didn't actually know what a pyramid scheme was. And so I said to him, oh, really? And I said, well, pyramid schemes are illegal. And he was like, yeah, I know. And I said, well, what do you think? What is a pyramid? Like, do you know what it is? And he actually kind of started backpedaling, right? At that point, I could see him kind of eating his words. And he was like, well, you know, only the people at the top, those are the only people that make money. And I said, well, in Beachbody, you know, a pyramid scheme is illegal. And this is kind of what I jumped into. A pyramid scheme is illegal. And the FTC actually regulates direct sales companies. We have a set of rules and guidelines that we're governed by. And we have to make sure that we're product focused. So we are not just signing people up. Like a pyramid scheme is when I go to my mom, my sister, my brother, my next door neighbor, the people down the street. And I'm like, sign up underneath me, you know, and, and they sign up, they buy a package and, and I don't care if they ever even use the product, right? That's a pyramid scheme. A pyramid scheme is when you don't care, you're not product focused, you're just signing people up to sign them up, you're getting these bonuses, you're always the person at the top making the most money, right? But in in direct sales, in, in Beachbody, if I just use that as the example, we focus on customers. We want to get customers results. We match people up with fitness and nutrition and support and they use the product. I'm never going to tell you to buy something and then tell you I don't care if you use it. Whether you sign up as a customer, a preferred customer, or a coach in the organization, I've product focused. I want you to get results. I know that the best people out there are the ones that can speak from experience. Likewise, the best travel agents are the ones that through experience, they love travel. They love matching people up with vacations. They probably go on a lot of trips. They became a travel agent because they love it. Somebody that's not going to be a great travel agent is somebody that has no desire to book travel with people, but just sees it as a quick way to make money from home. You're not really into it. You're not really passionate about it. It's not really your jam, right? So when we look at the business, the first and foremost, you got to be passionate about what you do. Number two, I went off on a tangent there. Number two, when I was talking to this guy, I'm like, listen, you, it's, we have, we sell product, it's product focused. Number two, I can sign people up, but I'm not going to make money off of people unless they're actually successful. So sure, I can sign up a bunch of people as distributors in my organization, but my income My income grows if I help those people achieve success, which means their income grows. And at any point in time, somebody beneath me can surpass me in effort, in paycheck, in bonuses, in recognition. There is no guarantee based on your placement that you're always going to be the top dog making the top dollar unless you stop working your business, right? And so that, again, I think is is such a light bulb. You have to say those things to people. And for, for all of us, it's courage. Courage to call somebody out when they start to say something that is false, all right? So that's how I handle that. And, and it's nullified, right? And again, through experience, I can sit down with people that are in sales jobs and we talk about building a team, motivating our people. That's essentially what I do is I have a sales force and I am also in the field selling as well. And I have to motivate people towards a common goal. I have to inspire them. I have to teach them. I have to lead them. I have to train them. If I do nothing, 
then there is a good chance that I'm not going to have a very successful organization and my paycheck is going to reflect that as well. Okay. So I think that's important. A bonus about being a part of a network marketing company is that you have limitless opportunities. And I think it's beautiful that this is an option for people is because we don't always like, I know for Matt and I, it was like, oh, we just go to college, we get a degree, we work in a job and we wait for our annual review in order to get a pay raise, or we wait till the end of the year to see how a company does. And then we get a pay raise. And so there are lots of people out there who love to be an employee. They want to check off the box. They want to go in. They want to get their paycheck. They want to know exactly what they're getting because that's predictable. If they get a bonus, great. Life is good. But they like that employee sort of mindset. And then there is me who I'm the opposite. I am like, if I work harder, do I get to make more money? If I put in more hours, does my paycheck reflect that? If I'm doing the right activities, can I get myself an extra bonus in the year? And I love direct sales because I can control the paycheck based off of my effort, not for everybody. And you really have to say, am I the kind of person that has that CEO mindset where I'm willing to think outside of the box and I'm willing to work a little bit harder and I know that I can control it. And that also means that if I don't actually show up to work, I'm not going to make money. So I have to really be on with what I'm doing. So if that is you, then, you know, if you like that kind of CEO mindset control, then direct sales or a business like it is going to be a good opportunity for you. All right. Okay. So the last thing that I want to talk about today is just what do we do when our lifestyles change? So, you know, when we first started in the business, stay at home, mom, that was me, stay at home, mom, Matt working his corporate career, but all of a sudden life started to change for us. And all of a sudden, my paycheck started to surpass what his paychecks were. And then it sort of became wild, wild and crazy. As I was climbing the ladder, being asked to speak at events, we were earning rewards trips. We were going to events and conferences. And it really became a Matt and I thing. And he really, his part was to pour into the spouses. My part was to pour into the actual business builder. And we really worked together as a team. And so he started to go to work and have to request more time off and way more time than he was given. And the paycheck that I was making was like wild and crazy. And I was like, why are you working? Right. And Matt was very much like, but I want to work. I don't want to leave my job. I, I like to contribute to the family, but there came this point where it didn't make sense anymore. It really didn't make sense. Right. We were having to have a sitter that came into the house. We were, you know, trying to always be scrambling to get people to watch the kids. It was just kind of disjointed and it was putting a little bit of stress on our and strain on our relationship. And so we made the decision not lightly after a lot of conversation for him to actually leave his job. And that was huge. Again, we don't know anybody where, well, we didn't know anybody where the husband didn't work and the wife did. So that was kind of number one. It was like this odd, okay, we're about to do this role reversal. And I was slightly thinking this is a lot of pressure, you know, but I didn't want to say anything either. And so we were about to do this role reversal. Nobody else in our family had ever done this before. And how was this actually going to go? And so when we remember sitting down and telling our families that 
you know, we were going to make this choice. Some people had deer in the headlights looks like, what are you doing? Right. Is this a mistake? Are you sure? You know, your business is the one that's stable. People would say to Matt and I, we always laugh because your corporate job is just as unstable as anything else out there. Right. You can, they can restructure, reorganize, cut headcount, you know, scale down departments, you know, businesses might not be good and might not make your bonus that year. So we sort of giggled at that because we now had a touch of the other side. We now had a touch of what was actually possible. And we were like, holy cow, this is amazing. And so again, we had to remember going back to the beginning that other people's opinions are just their opinions. They're just based on their life experiences, whether good or bad have shaped their opinions. And so Matt and I could look at each other and we could say, we've done our due diligence. We've worked with a financial advisor. We've worked with a planner. We've sat down and ran the numbers. We've talked to other people. We feel educated in the decision we're about to make. And we feel that it is the best decision for our family, whether or not it's traditional or non-traditional or keeping up with the Joneses, this is what's best for our family. And that's how we made the decision. And so again, there are always going to be people out there that don't like what you do or how you're doing it because it's not the way they have done it, or they have had an experience that have shaped the way that they're thinking. And so in this world that we live in, we have to protect our energy. We have to protect our sanity. We have to protect our positivity. And we have to remember to give ourselves a little space between the people that don't always support what we do. Matt and I started to, and we love all of our friends. We love all of our friends, but you know, over the years, there have been people we've grown apart from. There are people we've grown closer to. There have been people that have come in and out of our life for seasons and reasons. And we find that we surround ourselves with people that are positive, that are optimistic, that are looking for opportunity that, and we find that we like to surround ourselves with those people. We don't want to surround ourselves people with people who are victims of their circumstance. And so over the years, that's why our circle changed because we just really wanted to surround ourselves with people that really looked for opportunity that really looked at living a different lifestyle that weren't just gonna get by. Right. And so I find that sure people came in and out of our life because of the way we just up leveled and we love people no matter what, we'll never say to ourselves, I'll only hang out with you if you're X, Y, and Z, but you will just start to find that you naturally gravitate towards certain people and you naturally start to move away and separate from the people who don't support you. And sometimes you have friends that are supportive but they don't understand what you do, but that's fine. They're still going to root for you. I have a friend like that. I love her and her husband so much. They are like, I don't quite get what you do, but I'm so proud of you. What you've done is amazing. That's great, right? You want people that are supportive. You do not want people that are talking down on the business and your passion and what you feel called to actually do. So you guys, I hope that this gave you some 
this gave you some perspective. You know, this gave you some comfort in knowing you're not alone. If you're getting some pushback on this dream that you're pursuing, if you are going out there and creating an income for yourself and your family and your loved ones in a different way, nobody has the right to make you feel bad about that. If you love what you're doing, then you should do more of that. Okay. You should do more of that. So don't ever let anybody tell you that your dreams are not worth pursuing. All right, you guys, if today's episode, if it spoke to you, if you loved it so much, right? Or if you know somebody that is going through a tough situation, I want you to reach out to them. Share this podcast episode with them today. Tell them what part of the episode you love the most and why you feel like it would benefit them. Also, take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro. Head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me because it helps my podcast be found by other people just like yourself that need support in growing their online business. You guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. And I'll see you back here for our next episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast.